command it to leave this place in the name of Jesus Christ have preeminence Lord in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ we pray Amen Amen Amen. I greet you tonight in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. Let us read the scripture. Matthew chapter 5. Seeing the multitudes, he went up into Mount mountain, and when he was set, his disciples came unto him, and he opened his mouth, and taught them, saying, You may read. Era, Boyaraba, Ebibina, Narinia Kurusozi, Natura Wansi, Abagirizuabi, Nebajari, Naya Samia Kamaki, Naba Igirizanga, Gambanti. Yeah, you may be seated. Sobolok to Rako. Yeah, we cannot proceed from there. Sobolak in the scripture reading. Because there he speaks the blessedness of the kingdom for the rest of the chapter. So he started blessed are the poor in spirit. We have seen that. Blessed are they that mourn. For they shall be comforted. meek. We have seen that blessed are they which do hang and thirst after righteousness. Blessed are the mercy for they shall obtain mercy. Blessed are the pure in heart for they shall see God. Blessed are the peacemakers we have seen that. Blessed are they which are persecuted. I think that's where we left it. Blessed are they. Blessed are ye when men shall revile you and persecute you and shall say, O man of evil, against you falsely for my sake. Amen. Amen. So this sermon is called the golden rules of the kingdom. And also it's called in another language the Beatitudes. As I have said before, we can try build our Christianity so high. We can talk about great things of the kingdom. But if it's not built upon this foundation, then it's like a building built on a wrong foundation. This is the first teaching of our Lord. 
Never started with teaching thunders. Never started by teaching sales. He started by these principles that describe a uh, characteristics or character of uh, a believer. This is where every other thing must be built. Now he says we are blessed when men shall revile us. And shall say all man of evil against us falsely. For his sake. We are blessed. Now these principles should be in your life. For example this one now. Human beings naturally like people to appreciate them. But when they call you a cult. When they call you uh, uh, lost. When they abuse you. They have not approved you. Your mother has not approved your religion. Your father has not approved your religion. Your husband, your wife. Your neighbors. People had to do things that are not approved by their people, by their friends. Take an example, someone, a young person is a student. He's liked by his parents. They talk good things about him. How is responsible child? How is intelligent? How they have a lot of hopes in him. And now he meets the gospel. He accepts it. That's the first time for he to hear his father disappointed. So disappointed in him that he feels he can even now send him out of his home. Surely this can cause this person to think twice because he doesn't want to, uh, to displease the father. He doesn't want to lose the confidence that the father has in him. Some report them to the whole 
They will talk to the uncles and to the aunties what a big loss they have made in this boy. How they are disappointed. Now, someone to swallow that and accept it. And carry the cross and move on. It has, he has to be firm. Some people have changed their stand. To please people. But blessed are you. When you are persecuted, when you are despised, when you are uh, when you are reviled, for the sake of the kingdom of heaven. There are people who believe the message, the gospel. And after believing, they judge themselves as people of uh, High respect in some community. And when they think of uh, when they die, being their bodies being uh, taken to a local church. Which is despised. Then they change their stand. Because they want in their death to be taken to St. Andrew's Church. St. Peter's Church. St. John's Church. They feel it's of a great honor. And they feel to die when they are like they have lost what they think is the faith, the religion. They will be despised. So, they refuse salvation. But what good is it to have honor, respect of men? I'm being rejected in heaven. But blessed are you. It's a blessing. When you are rejected, despised, persecuted, you are speaking, you are spoken evil. Again. They speak about you falsely. You see, when Jesus came on earth, did they celebrate him? Did they take her? Did they exalt him? They despised him. They call him all kinds of names. They call him a chief demon. 
They call him anything. So if the world did not love him, if the world did not celebrate him, how do you expect to be celebrated? He said, if they have done this upon me, me, the flesh wood. What about you, the dry one? If you were of the world, the world would have loved what it is. What is it? But because you are not of the world, that is why the world hates you. So you as a Christian. You should wear that as a cloak. I'm a fool for Christ. Whose fool are you? Brother Branham talks of a young man. Brother Branham, I who walked through the streets of South America, some, e, some city. E, and on his t-shirt he, he had printed. E, In front there was a word, I'm a fool for Christ. Then behind, whose fool are you? Do you rejoice to be a fool for Christ? Do you rejoice to bear a reproach for Christ? Blessed are thou. You should wear that as a cloak. That you are not ashamed of him. You will never be ashamed of Jesus Christ. His name. His gospel. His truth. You're not ashamed of it. You declare it on the housetop. You will never mind what people's opinions are about you. And your faith. You are convinced it's the truth. If you're despised for it, you are reviled for it. You are called names for it. The Bible says you are very blessed. You are very blessed. Re, re, you rejoice. Everybody will be despise for something. But to be despised because for the kingdom of God who are you to be counted worthy to suffer persecution with Jesus who are you Amen. Amen. So blessed are thou. Amen. Amen. The kingdom of God is yours. When we shall come in our kingdom, you will be you will be rewarded. 
in this kingdom, you will be despised. But in that kingdom, you'll be rewarded. That's why he said, He that is ashamed of me in this world, I'll be ashamed of him before my father and before his whole age. Did Jesus say that? Yes. Yes. But he that confessed me. Some people think it means coming to the altar and you confess Jesus as your Lord and Savior. And it ends there. Partly it means that moment. Partly. But it doesn't really mean exactly that. It means daily. Always. Everywhere. Confess him. And never be ashamed of him. Never. Never be ashamed to hold your Bible. And say, I am a Mulokole. Never be ashamed of the message. And say, I believe. The message of the hour, which says like this I believe it. You may know what opinion those people have about that. Their opinion is it is a cult. It is a chidini dini. It is just a mere religion. A, a funny, funny, as they say, funny religion. Chidini dini echita Funny church. You may know that is what their opinion is. But what is your opinion? Your opinion is it is the only truth. Therefore, why do you fear what the opinion is of, of your Jesus? Mary Magdalene did not mind what the opinion will be. She just came and fell upon his feet. And cried. What can you do me when I'm before the great shepherd? I'm protected. Praise God. No wonder Paul stood before Agrippa. And he said, In the way that is called heresy, in the way that is called heresy, do I worship the God of 
our my father. Inze mwensinzirize katonda wabachitange. In other words, the way that has a reputation that is bad. Mungerinti e kubo eridimu o kutegere wanti kubo cham. A bad reputation. Entegera encham kukuberio. It's commonly called Harris. E chobachita e chicham wechin to echita kirizwamubant. It is a way that people are commonly biased about. That is the way I worship the God of my Father. Praise God. I'm not ashamed of it. Oh, hallelujah. Hallelujah. I like that. I'm not ashamed of it. In the dark ages, they would kill Christians. Brother Branham said, they would, they would arrest them, strip them naked, not respecting mother and dad. Young and old. Imagine here we have some of you who have your mothers in law. And your sons in law. And some of you have your mothers. And your fathers. You have your sons. And daughters. Like now, all of you. Look at me as a father figure. And now people come here. Forces of the government. They arrest us. And they strip all of us naked. And they make us to walk in the village naked. Mocking. But is that strange? That's what they did to Jesus. Our Lord was stripped naked and hanged before all. Total shame. Not some small shame, but Total shame. Before his disciples. And there he was hanging naked. So they did to the, his father. You, you, you imagine that now. And then after that. They take you around the village. Then bring you back here. Brother Bram said they pegged them on logs. And they left them to die. Pegging them on logs. They left them there to die. And they make a commandment. They, no one should bury them. 
So they die there. Stinking. The whole village will smell. And if your child is disturbed about the smell of the place, you said that is how Christians smell. Christians smell. Never you dare be part of that religion. That is how they smell. That is what the enemy did to the church. But because Jesus had already said, upon this rock, I'll build my church. No gate of hell will prevail against it. Even that could not overcome the church. They continued actually even to multiply. Oh, glory to God. And here we are. Proclaiming the name of Jesus. The church has never been seized. It has never been overcome by that persecution. And how, how can you be ashamed? How can you fear to stand for his name? When our brothers and sisters suffered that much and for you you fear to talk about him in a bus. At school. The place of work. You fear. To talk about him. You fear. To talk about the message. That you believe. How do you think God will look at you? Amen. Amina. But because Jesus was obedient to such a level to such a low level that's why God exalted him to such a high level the highest of all and gave him a name that is above every name. Every knee shall bow. Every tongue shall confess. That Jesus is Lord. And the scripture says, so if you don't suffer shame and reproach with him, how can you be glorified in this earth? How will you get the glory in this earth? You work for respect and for, for to be 
to receive glory on this earth. And then you expect it also in heaven. All in the kingdom to come. It's not possible. When he himself was he suffered reproach. Blessed are they which are persecuted. For righteousness' sake. For there is the kingdom of heaven. Blessed are you when men shall revile you. And persecute you. Revile you. Revile and persecute you. Revile Kuvuma. Amen. Amen. For there is the kingdom of heaven. Blessed are you when men shall divide you. Yeah, that I want to read. Rejoice and be exceeding glad. For great is your reward in heaven. For so persecuted they the prophets which were before you. Yeah. The prophets that were before us, Baba Vuma, they were reviled. Baba Kuamainja, they were stoned. Baba Salamemsman, they were cut into pieces. Baba Makomera, they were imprisoned. Those honorable prophets, but Daniel, the Daniels. The Shadrach, Mrs. and Abednego. All those four prophets. They were persecuted for the name of the Lord. Even you when you suffer as for the name of the Lord. You are sharing with them. So therefore rejoice. For great is your reward in heaven. Praise the Lord. If there will be a time for, a test, for testifying in heaven, as they will be giving their testimonies, what prophecy will you be giving? Praise the Lord. Ye are the salt, verse 13, ye are the salt of the earth. But if the salt have lost its savour, where will shall it be salted? It is therefore good for nothing but to be cast out and be trodden under foot of man. Praise God. Today I still see people writing Putting on the, the tags on their cars. 
Salt. That is the 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 the, 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 the people the followers of Pastor Jingo. Well, Kale, the word is good. But I wonder whether he himself is still proud of being salt. Or oh, he is still trumpeting, we are salt. Because if there is a man who has brought reproach to the name of Jesus in this country, is that one. Actually, he's the good explanation of this scripture. But in university expounding, even if I don't now explain this scripture anymore, now you put that name there. If the soul has lost its server, what soul will it be? But to be trumped upon. Meaning, you as a Christian, you are sold. But if that salt loses its server, it means if you behave in a way that is not expected of you before people at school at your place of work at the neighborhood you speak quarreling, backing you abuse you dishonor people. You break laws. It means the salt has lost its server. You bribe. You take bribe. Before people they will really see that that is nothing. He is just a make-believer. He just calls himself, he claims. That is what we call the salt losing its server. I believe you must be aware wherever you are that this scripture will condemn you. It condemns you to walk in a very good, respectable manner before people. Remember every day I am a believer. I am a believer. Well, brother Branham, police. One time, Brother Branham was going to answer a police officer. And the Holy Spirit told him, Remember you are a minister. Even you always remember. Remember that you are a believer. Probably that, person, that other person might be wrong. 
Probably they would deserve to be answered rudely. Probably they would deserve to be treated that way. But you remember that you are a believer. Probably it is your right to fight against yourself. But remember that you are a believer. The salt when you eat salt it brings thirst. Amen. Salt brings thirst for water. And because of that a believer who works in the discipline of the word brings he, he creates an environment to those people who see him to desire to be like him or her. And they really wonder what is, some, what is that which is so special upon that woman or that man. He is not like the rest. He does not behave like the rest. What is his faith? Where does he go to church? Meaning that these people have started getting thirst. You are the salt of the world. There are certain places that you're not supposed to go to because you are salt. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Ye are the light of the world. But now, do you believe that God has put you here on earth to represent his kingdom as salt? Amen. Amen. God has put you here on earth to represent his kingdom as salt. You are the light of the world. A city that is set on a hill cannot be hid. Neither do men light a candle. So and put it under bushel. But put it on a stick. And it giveth light unto all that are in the house. Let your light so shine before men. That they may see your good works. And glorify your heavenly father. Which is in heaven. Men. Should see your light. Some people interpret this as we should reflect the light by going around telling people about Christ. Partly. Yes. But mainly people must see our good 
works. They want to see. We are the light of the world. Without light, there is no reflection. You can never see yourself how you look like without light. Light is the thing that carries your image into the mirror so that you see how you look like. You put off light. The mirror will still be there. But it cannot be seen. So light reflects the image. It means the believer causes people to know where they stand. Godly behavior causes other people to be convicted of their sins. And they see what they are. And they see how evil they are. Because they have seen an upright person. They, they have seen a, a good, right person. Praise the Lord. We are the light. Let them see your, your, your grace, your kindness. Let them see your humbleness. Let them see how you respect other people. Praise the Lord. Because you are a believer. Don't be arrogant. You may think that you're not a drunkard. You're not a fornicator, neither an adulterer. You're not a robber, a thief. And then you think that that is enough. But people are watching you. You are not salt. You are not light. Only arrogant. You are arrogant. Today, as I was coming from my home, you know that these people who employ themselves to, to repair our roads. They, when they see you coming, they will they have a thread, they put it in the road. Why was I supposed to stop and again ask him to, for permission for me to pass? That I didn't have change to. to but maybe I will give you another day. And that was the truth. 
change. I didn't have change. I'll give you some other time. Why am I obligated to him? Am I his employer? It is, not, it is neither the government that has employed him nor did I give him the job. Then why is he putting the thread so that I may not pass? It is easy for you to, 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 to just come and whether you want to knock him or he will remove it or not that you just come. Not him to knock the, the, the. To, to knock this thread that he has put to block you. But if he, this person realizes that you are a Christian, you are the one who has come to go through in such kind of manner. In that kind of arrogance. In that kind of too much despising. What kind of image have you reflected in that scenario? It is your right. He is not supposed to come in your right. You are traveling, you are going somewhere, you didn't employ him. Neither did the government employ him that he will be paid. He has told himself to do that service. But at least have a courtesy. Even if you have not been in a position to give him something, explain yourself to him. Somebody who looks at me explain myself to such a man. That poor man. What kind of man is that? Others just pass here. They don't even want to know. But this one had to lower down his, his glass. And then he tried to explain. If I really have the money, I usually give them. Or I usually tell them that I will give you on my way back. And as I'm returning, I really feel that I, I'm supposed to give them something. You really realize that even people around you know that that man is a very honorable man. But even some of you are not even honorable to even your parents. Even the people who would be your elders. Even unto your bosses. And a sister fails to work in anybody's home. They work here. sister. And she's a sister. She goes and works in some brother's home. And then she will get out of that home when they only speak evil about her. She will work in another person's home. In another person's home, it is the same story. And they create a name in the church. That that one, oh, don't dare. Please save yourself. Don't bring that person to your home. 
The way they, re- they, they respond towards people. The way they behave. They have a wrong character. It is like they, were, they grew from streets. Maybe in the, in the, in the, in the forest. They respect nobody. They will look at you the way they want. And then they will go away. Now if you can do such a thing amongst believers. Maybe amidst your parents or people that you are supposed to give. Now what about when you find people that are lower than you? And for instance, you are their elder or you are the authority before them. How are you going to treat them? The way you treat a human being the person feels it and knows whether you are a Christian or you're not. Even if you are their boss. Even if you are their parent. The way you treat them. They feel it. Whether you are a Christian or not. But I'm saying. You who does not honor other people, even your elders. Now, what if you reach a moment and you are in a higher responsibility or higher authority where you have subordinates? You are the light of the world. You are the salt of the world. Amen. If you have understood that, say amen. 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 The way you approach people, the way you answer people. The way you respect people. The way you treat people. It reflects. Who you are. Let people see your good work. And uh, glorify your heavenly father. Let the place where you buy Sugar. Let them have a good report about you. Brother Branham used to have meetings in the tabernacle. Meetings. And then when he goes to the Hotels, the restaurants, around the church. He would find their report like this. Yes, Reverend Branham. Branham. 
the people who come here from your church are very exceptional. They, they are so sweet. They are so nice. We have not seen such a people. And brother Branham would feel that was like a crowning of his ministry. Brother Branham If we go around here we go to those shops around there where you hang around we go to the restaurants around there shall we find such a report you are the light of the earth that is how it's supposed to be that is how we, we, that is the kind of light we should be. That is how we are reflect, how, that's how we reflect Christ. That is when we are salt. Amen. Oh God. May, you, may the Lord help us. May the Lord help everyone of us. You should know you're a believer. You are carrying the name of Jesus. What does your landlord say about you? When you're not able to pay on time. How do you behave? Do you start dodging? And you do start uh, not receiving his calls? That's what sinners do. Now you, what difference have you shown? How have you reflected? What have you reflected? Even when you're not able to pay. Brother Branham goes to his doctor and tells him. I know you owe me so much. My first obligation is to God. To give the tithe. I earn so much. Remove a tenth. Then remove this. Then by, 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 by matter of that. By much of that, I'll be paying you so much every month. Until I finish. If I fail a particular month, I'll come to you and explain. People who are like that are rare. They are very rare. People are not trustworthy. People are crooks. But a Christian is different. A Christian is different. You're the light of the world. You are 
You are supposed to reflect your heavenly father. The heavenly father, he says heaven and earth shall pass away. But my word shall never fail. When you give a word of promise, how do you watch it? How do you respect what you promise? If you say on such and such a day, I'm going to pay you. How might you respect that? If you fail, because human beings can fail. How much do you respect what you promised? That you can make a follow-up. You make a follow-up on what you promised. Even when you have failed. A man is no better than his word. But word you, by your word you shall be justified or you shall be condemned. And by your words, you are respected or you are... So when you promise... How might do you respect that promise? The difference between us and God is that God is infallible. He cannot fail what he has promised. But a human being can promise and Although he means it, yet he will fail. But if he's a Christian, he will make a fall up. He will try to support. He will try to acknowledge that he made a promise. But someone who promises and then walks away until he never made a promise. Until he has to be reminded after two months. And even when he's reminded he doesn't know take responsibility. He's offended. Even when you call him, he doesn't want even to pick your phone. Yet he promised you. And then someone gets annoyed and says, This one is not a man. This one is worse than oh, no. the devil. Don't tell me about that person. And you say, That one is a Christian. You may have not been. You, have, you, may, you may have never practiced sorcery. You may have never committed adultery. You may have never uh, stolen. But the character you have is 
very wicked. Mbinyo. And that's why Brother Branham said. The people you like to be around. Whether you are a saint. Or sinner. You may be a saint. But the people you like to stay around. And the people you never like to be around. And you don't know why. You don't have a particular thing against them. But you simply don't like. You simply don't like them. You don't hate them like Hedl. But you don't like to stare on them. He said, it is the life they live. Human beings, we are made to be creators because we are made in the image and likeness of God. So we are creators. You say, I'm a creator. Yes, you're a creator. But you can create evil atmosphere. All a sweet atmosphere. The life you live makes a creation. It builds a creation around you. Either sweet Creation, all a bad creation. You are living a life that we don't know. We don't know whether you are living right or wrong. But we don't enjoy you. Even when you speak. We don't enjoy. Even when I see your missed call. I mean when I see your call. I don't feel like I should pick it very quickly. I'm not talking about myself. So don't fear calling me. Or never misunderstand. When I miss your call and say, he said there are people he doesn't like. <laughs> No, no, no. But I'm saying generally. It happens among human beings. The people they they enjoy staying around. Even when they are stressed. Even when they are fatigued. Sometimes I'm too tired. And someone comes and says, you are tired. Oh, let me. Pastor, you feel you, you look so tired. Don't mind, don't mind. Let us talk. I feel I like the person's presence. I feel their presence is helping me. It is lifting away my 
fatigue. And maybe we're not talking anything very serious. But I just enjoy them to be around. So the prophet said it. It's only that that's not what I'm preaching about. I would give quotes. That there are people, he said, you don't know why, but you don't like being around. There are people you enjoy being around. He said, human beings are creators. The life we live makes a creation. It creates an atmosphere around us. Yes. There is a woman in the... I mean, I have seen Brother Bram's video of Deep calls to the deep. There is a woman who came there. She said, There is a smoke. A dark smoke following you. Says it's a lie. Some preacher said, You are a witch. And you started believing it. And you're, and you're not a witch. You're a good woman. That is the smoke. That is a if someone can speak something about you falsely, he calls you a witch when you are not. But it disturbs you. It disorganizes you. Until a man of God, much, many days later, or many months, or even years, he can see a dark smoke around you. It follows you by what you had. And you considered. Then how much more your own lies? Are you seeing this, brethren? <laughs> if somebody has spoken for a false lie against you, and that word really troubles you so much. She's sticking her. And it sticks upon you. A dark condition. And it creates a dark atmosphere. Even be seen in a vision. What about your own lies? That you tell everyone. The people who give you contracts. When you can't deliver on time. You lie. The people who you lie. You are landlord, you lie. Even your pastor, you lie. Even your parents, you lie. How much Smoke is around. A cloud. 
Chirechiramba. A dark cloud of smoke. And when we step into that cloud, circumference, and the spirit, the other person's spirit will not like it. It will want to be free by staying away from you. That's why people don't like you. I've seen people say, Please pray for me. It's very common among Pentecostals. I, I am rejected. People don't love me. I have a spirit of rejection. Even my own mother rejected me when I was even young. Even my everyone. Even when I got school, people rejected me. They don't want, want to be my friend. When I at work, I have a rejection. No friends. Even in church, brethren don't accept me. It's a spirit of rejection. No. It is your character that has created an environment. Change your character. Choose a Receive the Holy Spirit. Funa. Be sweet. Be gentle. Don't be arrogant and rude. Don't be different. Don't backbite. Don't criticize others. Be humble. Be meek. Live a holy life. People will love you. The spirit of rejection will go. You don't need prayers. You don't need a preacher to lay hands on you. You need to accept the word. Be sweet. Answer people sweetly. Be humble. Love people. But without that, You'll be surprised. People will reject you. Because you have a, a wrong spirit around you. A false spirit around you. It makes people who come close to you uneasy. Someone asks you something and you keep quiet. He has to ask the second time and the third time. You are proud. 
You don't mind hurting others. You don't mind about people's feelings. You are, I don't care. I don't care what they think about. That kind of arrogance. People will reject you and you'll be surprised. And even God will reject you. You'll be surprised even God will reject you. That, that, that rejection will, will reach even in heaven. Even in heaven you will be rejected. You think is that can that be true? Before I make a, a, a blunt statement like that, I consider the word. Listen to this quote. This one, I'm getting it from a sermon I preached on Sunday, but I didn't reach this quote because. So preaching now, it comes to me that even God, rejection can even reach God. After a while, she began to realize that there was something real good about that ma the man. So she said to her husband, she said, you know this man that passes by here? He's a man of God. He's God's servant. And now we are worth a little, we are worth a little money. We've been given We've been giving just a little bit as he passed by. Let us show him kindness. Let us build just a little room out here somewhere. Where he passes by. He looks so tired and weary. When he's on his road up the mountain to pray and fast. For days at a time he goes up there. And let's just make a little place out here that's on our... We got plenty of ground. So let's build him a little room out here. And put a little table in it. And a candle. And a little stool. That when he passes by. Uh, he can come in and refresh himself. And lay down on the bed. And rest a little That's thinking a whole lot of someone. She fixed him this place. And the husband being a, a perhaps a just and good man, he said, well, that would be fine. And so they go, they go a, a build a little place. 
and just give it to the prophet as he passed. By. It came to pass one day when Elisha was coming that way. That he stopped by. And he found this little place. Of course, he was very happy to find that the people loved him. Now everybody wants to be loved. I tell you the truth, I do. I want God to love me. And I want the people to love me. That's exactly the truth. And if God loves me, then people will love me. How many feel like that? Say amen. And if I love his people, then he will love me for doing it. If I love his people, he will love me. What about if you don't love them? And indifferent about them. And proud. And I don't care. The way to attract God's love towards you is by treating his people right and loving them and he will love you for this. God would rather I would love you I would love you wakiri katonda yalironze okunkwagale than love him wakiri katonda yandironze wonze nkwagale mu kifocho okwagala ye did you know that echo badde ochimanyi i'd rather you love my boy back there wakiri yagala mutabani wanga aliyeka no matter what out there back there aliye mabegeri no matter what you say about me. I want you to love my children. And any father would think that. So father God thinks the same thing for he said. And so much as you have done unto the least of these my little ones you have did it unto me so if you want to love God just start loving all of his children and God will reward you if you'll just love his children that shows the love of God is in you. Jesus said this is the way that all the people to know that you are children of God and pass from death unto life when you have love one for another. Then you will know it not because you have a big church. That is alright. But because that you have a lot of fine 
Not because that you have a lot of fine ministers. Come by. That's good. But it's because you have love when for another. Praise God. So how do you cause God to love you? When you love his people. He will love you for doing it. Praise God. Amen. Think not that I'm come. Verse 17. That I'm come to destroy the law. All the prophets. I'm not come to destroy but to fulfill. For verily I send to you till heaven and earth pass one jot or one tito shall in no wise pass from the law. Till all be fulfilled. Whosoever therefore shall break one of these least commandments. And shall teach men so. He shall be called the least in the kingdom of heaven. But whosoever shall do and teach them, the same shall be called great in the kingdom of heaven. For I say unto you, that except your righteousness shall exceed the righteousness of the, of the scribes and Pharisees. You shall in no case enter into the kingdom of heaven. You have heard that it was said by them of all time. Thou shalt not kill. Whosoever shall kill shall be in danger of the judgment. But I say unto you, whosoever is angry with his brother, shall be danger in the judgment. And whosoever shall say to his brother, Raka shall be in danger of the council. But whosoever shall say, Thou fall shall be in danger of hellfire. Now, we shall share this extensively. God willing in another service. Another Wednesday. All in the Friday overnight. But now. By this we learn. By this we learn. That we must 
fear the law. Be obedient to the law. Tugondere amateka. Amen. Amina. And respect the law. Era amateka tugasemwe chitibwa. Does that child have parents? Maybe not in the church here. Now let us listen to this quote then we shall close. Who is made not after the law of canon commandments? Now see that legalist law. The law said thou shalt not kill. Thou shalt not commit adultery. Thou shalt not steal. Jesus turned right back and said, It is said of them of all times, Thou shalt not kill. But I say, whoever is angry with his brother, without a cause, has killed already. It is said of them of all time. Thou shalt not commit adultery. But I say unto you. Whosoever looketh upon a woman. To lust after her. Has committed adultery already with her. Within his heart with her. There you are. That ought to teach women how to dress. How to do what's right. You dress wrong. Because the men to look at you. In the wrong way. You're guilty of committing adultery. Just the same as you went through the act. Jesus said so. And you people with these so blood tempers. So blood tempers. That's always spouting off in the mouth of somebody. Can't you put up and th- can't put up and things like that. Be careful. Your guilty if you speak a word against your brother that's not right. Not just go around and tear down. Not, not just go around and tear down. Down it. You don't have to stick a knife in a man's back to kill him. You speak, you break his character and kill him. Kill his influence. Speak against your pastor here. 
Say something bad about him. You just might as well as shot him. Told something that wasn't right about him. Well, it will kill his influence with the people and things like that. And you are guilty of it. What Jesus said. Yes. One quote here. And Christ came to magnify the law. He said, you've heard them say. That's an okay. And I say unto you. Whosoever is guilty with his brother. Without a cause. Sorry, not guilty. Whosoever is angry with his brother without a cause has killed already. Magnified it. You've heard them say them of all times that's not commit adultery. That was the act. But I say unto you whosoever looks at a woman last after her has committed adultery magnified thousands of times if it taken 14 generations for that to fade out then what about when the magnifying glass of God is thrown on it? So remember he told us never think that I came to take away the law. I did not come to take away but I came to magnify. I came to fulfill. You have heard it said. So you magnify. You have heard it said. Magnify. Your righteousness. If it does not exceed. The righteousness of the Pharisees. You shall never enter. The kingdom of heaven. Praise God. Do we agree? He magnified the law. The difference is the law was a policeman. It caught you. You are wrong. You are guilty. Because before the law came, you did not know. If you do something wrong, there was nothing to show you are wrong. But the Lord came and said, you're wrong. You are guilty. So, grace did not come to take away the policeman. But grace came to take away what made you do the crime? Oh. Praise 
And as long as you have not done it now, you are at peace with the police. If you know you have a driving permit, you have kept the speed limit. Your car has a third party. And it is in a good mechanical condition. If a policeman stop you, you proudly stop. And you greet him smiling. Can I check your car? Oh, you're free. Do your work. And then he checks. And then he waves you, safely. Travel safely. So the police officer is not a, a threat. He's not a problem. Because you have met the requirements. The law came there. Hold you guilty of the wrongs. The cross. The cross. The cross. The blood of Jesus. Grace came to give you power to overcome the temptation so that you are free from the law. You are free from the policeman. In other words, you're not enemies. You don't fear him. But the law did not go away. Grace did not take away the law. It came to give you strength to overcome what was making you break the law. Look at that magnification. Amplifying it. Now it's not about getting a, a knife and slaughtering, killing someone. It is anger, hatred, Having indifferences among your, your ministers. About a brother, about a sister. That's, that brother did me this. That sister did me this. If he's seated on the, on the last row, I will sit on the first. First column, I will sit on the last row. That kind of a thing. Huh? Mm. I don't mind what he thinks about me. I don't need him. I'll not go to him. I'll never go to his place. I don't need him in whatsoever way. That kind of a spirit around you. You are a murderer. You talk about someone. 
Then the next verse from my, where I left it. You say, but when you bring your sacrifice. And you remember. There is an oath. Between you and a brother. Leave it there. Go and. Go and settle. Come and give you a fish. Otherwise, you are a murderer. He was said, thou shalt not commit adultery. Before Jesus, you were only guilty of the if you did the act. But today, you are as guilty as doing the act by tolerating the spirit of lust on your life. Whoever looketh lusts do you know that looking may not be just looking a woman passing? It is that plus. It may be looking. Do you know according to the word? The first look, you are not guilty. But the second look, you are, you know, you, you, you are guilty. Do you know the word tells you to voluntarily turn away your eyes? That's the word. Is that the law? That is the law. Do you take that to be small, little? That only looking is little? He said, if you take any little, small, you'll be also despised in the kingdom of God. The way you regard the law is the way you'll be regarded. There is nothing like say, it's a small thing. But I did not do it. I've not done the act. When the very spirit that does the act is what is anointing you. Is what is reigning in your life. That even in your bedchamber, you are seeing that woman. All that man. Your imaginations are filthy. They are dirty. You are an adulterer. You are guilty of breaking that law. The policeman will arrest you. You have an issue with the policeman. 
because he detects the thought today committing adultery is not just the act it's not only the act it is seeing last imaginations no wonder Straight is the gate. And narrow is the way. That goes to heaven. How there is a lot of adultery in the communications. Through phones. A lot of Adultery. You may not meet to do the act. But before God, you are guilty of adultery. And you have to repent. You have to confess and overcome if you are to be free. But otherwise, the prophet of God has said, you are as guilty as the one who has done the act. And people in church, sisters, enticing brothers, Married and unmarried. Sending sweet enticing texts. Full of affection of immorality. Dirty. Dirty minded. And anointed with a spirit of immorality. And they think they just love them. Or they want to show. Yet, they know they have a wrong feeling, a filthy feeling about that person. And they think because they have not done the act, they are free to come and sing a special. They feel they are okay. They feel they are saints. They feel that is small. But what did Jesus say? If he said seeing, to last, and the prophet here says, that woman who dressed that way, and that man who saw, they are both Guilty before God of adultery. Bombi Masoga Katonda Guba Singa or Gobwenzi. 
Remember, no suggestion has been expressed. But what about now writing a text that is suggesting? That is tempting. That is reading between. And find out what I mean about you. And you more guilty than the one who only saw. Then, friends, straight is the gate. The way to heaven is very narrow. These words of the law must be observed. It must be feared. God is a God of judgment. And no sin will go unpunished. And there is no other punishment than hell. God's punishment is hell. Unless there is a repentance. Repentance, pleading before God. Where you are sure he has forgiven you. Otherwise, you are a doubter. You are a murderer. And knowest it not. This is the law. We talk about great things. And we despise these things. We try to build big things about ourselves. We are this, we are this. And we have not respected these principles. That reflect our true Christian character. This is a very evil, filthy generation. And few will make it. Let us stand on our feet. That is the proof of God's word. Is there anyone who wants to say, I'm guilty? With our eyes closed. Just before God, I'm guilty. God forgive me. Why don't you talk to him?
Settle it with him. And you mean it. And you mean it. Ate chitegeze. And you mean from this day. You are going to be watchful. You are going to respect. The word of God. Even what you thought is the smallest. Even what you thought is the least. It is God's word. Tell him. 